one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. Hey, bye, 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 everybody. It's John Heffron, part of the Heffron and Reed podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for people to show up. Shane Flint is probably coming real soon. Like Rick Sanford and his wife is not named June. And it's her birthday, so we want to say happy birthday to Rick Sanford's wife. Rick Sanford's wife. Everybody, welcome to the uh, Heffernery Podcast. I am John Heffern. Part of the Heffernery podcast. That's why there's two of us. There's uh, two Johns. One spells his name J O H N. The other one is J O N. One is pronounced Heffrin, but spelled Heffron. Uh, the other one is Reap, spelled Reap. We got a big show. We got a really, it's a good show. If you're tuning in today and you're like, well, why do I do this every Monday? Why do I show up? Um, this, this would be the one because I'm going to tell you why. We're going to talk to somebody who had an idea. Um, and then turn this idea into a business. That's something me and Reap are doing from hustle to empire. I just made that up. That's not the name of the segment, but I just made that up. Uh, we're going to talk about me in Charlotte, North Carolina in two or three weeks. Uh, Reap's going to tell me a story that he's like, I got to save it for air. So I'm very excited to hear about that. Uh, we have something in the news that's um, very controversial. I don't know how I feel about it, but it, it's more personal now than it was maybe a year ago. I also have an idea for something I want to do for all the listeners and all you who listen to HeffernandReap.com. Uh, that's going to be said. What else? I don't know. Probably some Internet problems. Probably me mumbling. Probably me having weird eye lines with Reap. But let's bring on uh, one of my best friends. And comedy co-host of the podcast, Mr. John Reap. If we bring him up right there. Yeah, baby. Mr. Heffron. Heffron. How are you, buddy? <laughs> good, good. Good, good, good. I feel like that. I did all the, like, I tried to set up the show. I loved it, John. I was going to give you a, a, a boy. Uh, I think that helps. It gets people excited. Like, okay, well, maybe I'll stick around. What is this news story? What is it that John Reap can't wait to tell John Heffron? And Gotta bring something. Yeah, I think because I watch a lot of the the younger comicy, the hipper comics, the the comics that are in the um, that have friends in the yearbook picture squad. Yeah, that end up in front of everybody's faces, and I kind of watch what they do, and mm-hmm. I go, oh, yeah. um, me and Reap could do it better, and 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 I think all of it is about the tease. John teasing Reap. is a good thing. Teasing. I mean, we um, got to start teasing the listeners a little bit. Yeah. Got to start. We got to amp our energy level. Yeah, we yeah. got to we, we got to be a little bit more when we talk. We got to be a little more like this. And a lot of we'll tell you to write that right after these messages. We got to be <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah, like that. Don't forget, coming up in the second half of the show, we got a very special. Yeah, I want to tease something real quick, John Heffern. I'm going to be in Chicago uh, this coming Thursday, June the 9th at Zany's Comedy Club, Rosemont. One show Thursday night, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I will be in Milwaukee at the Improv. And then you're coming to Charlotte after that 
and I'm going to come down there and say hey to you. I'm coming to Charlotte. Uh, yeah, this weekend I'm doing a big fancy smancy corporate event. Um, is is what I do. Oh, okay. So I'm doing a big fancy smancy corporate event in Missouri, in Branson. Mm-hmm. Uh, why I'm there? I'm gonna I'm gonna look for a theater for us to buy. We'll call it the Heffern and Reap Theater. Okay. We're gonna do a nice like three o'clock show. Mm-hmm. Maybe a six o'clock for like you know just the late night show, and then we'll have our own theater. We'll get a nice little like place on the lake, and then people can get on buses to come and see us perform. Nice, and what then we don't was, have to travel. What were you calling your show in bed by nine? In bed by ten. In bed by ten. I yeah. like that. So we'll basically yeah. use that concept, but of our own theater in Branson. We'll do it, and we'll we'll get Reno Collier. We'll get Tammy Pascatelli. We'll yeah. get Alonzo Bowden. There's a lot of people that would love to see us. But, you, you know, you're like me. Sometimes doing your show is kind of an inconvenience to your Saturday. Right. You, you got plans. You, you got, shit, you know, shit you can do. But you got to yeah. perform. So if we knock it out and get it done early, then we can go about our business. I like it. So, uh, so I'm that. And then, yeah, then I come home. And then the following weekend, so not this weekend, but the next weekend, I am at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte and we got to sell that if anybody is listening that is from the North Carolina on the way from the pond coming down North Carolina <laughs> be my baby tonight <laughs> rock okay. me mama I'm ragging uh, we got to sell Charlotte mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to we got to sell Charlotte because uh, uh, Mr. Heffern uh, the guy who owns the, the club, not any relationship to me. Spelled uh, exactly the same. Spelled the exact same. Uh, we got to fill it because, you know, yeah. it would be nice. I'll cut, and you I, might I just, show up. Dude. I'm going to show up. I am going to show I'm up. I'm going to say what night. Not gonna I'm going to come when? one night. I mean, I'll tell you, but I'm, I, want, I want everyone to come to every one of your shows. So if I'm the tease, if we're teasing things. I will let's show up one night. One of those nights, if you show up, let's say on Friday, um, would we have a Heifer and Reap like Q&A after? Like, would you do material? Mm-hmm. But you could come, like you could come to my show. And if you have material that you've just been working on and you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. Da, 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 should I do it? You can. Right. It's a safe space. My, my shows are safe. Spaces. Right. So you I show up, go up there. I wouldn't go up there and just try and rip it up and, and get a bunch of laughs and walk off stage. No, I want you to pull out notes. I want you to, yeah. you know, go deep into John Reap. Bring up Ooh. stuff you've never brought up. Going, going deep. It's, it's going to be a safe, it's going to be a safe place. But one okay. of those nights, and then afterwards, maybe we can do like a Heffern and Reap uh, Q&A and not that yeah. anyone would ask us to do anything, but it'd be fun. I, I like that. So that'll happen one of those nights. Um, where were you at this weekend? Then I'll tell you where I was this weekend. I was in uh, the Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio. Thanks for everybody showing up. All sold out shows. It was just one of those places where you just, like you could just do material that just came out of nowhere and it crushed and people were like paid attention and it was just it was just <laughs> one of those. You know how every once in a while you have those weekends where mm-hmm. you're just like, ah, oh, this is this is why I do it. Uh, that was this weekend. So. Um... 
Yeah, that's uh, I was not I was there not long ago. You drive to Toledo, right? You don't have to stay in the hotel, or do you? Stay I stayed, and there was a oh, I, I forgot the couple's name. Although they don't tell me, they, they come every week. Uh, my feature act, the guy who hosted Tony, he also hosted for you. Okay, uh, he said you were one of the nicest guys and, and stuff, a Toledo guy. And then there's a couple that comes to every one of our shows. Okay, and um. The woman has a cane and, and they kind of sit up front. They, they talk to you probably after every yeah. show. They yeah. listen to our podcast and, and they see everybody who's in our circle. They, they see Reno. Uh, they showed up and uh, my first show in Toledo was so good that they decided not to have a second show. <laughs> right. <clears throat> they're like, we're not going to tarnish this with yeah. another show. It was yeah, they go. So they're like, man, this you show is so good. You want to go out good. on top. Yeah. 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 They go, let's not have a second show. We should just cancel it because there's no way. Yeah. I mean, the first show, dude, like people were like, we're giving birth. People were just crying. Diseases were being <laughs> cured. So they go, we can't have a second show. But they drove an hour. Wow. And didn't get to see the show. Well, that's and Toledo. And to us. And I, I feel super bad. And they're well, huge fans of you, and they see me every week. How do we make it up to them? That's what I said. I go, somehow, uh, some way, yeah. we will. We will. So. If we remember your name, make yourself known. <laughs> Let us know who you are. Um, by the way, we are live right now. Last week, we were not live because it was Memorial Day, and yeah. I put together a little uh, Greatest Hits show. We had John Schneider, Reno Collier, Brad Williams, and Christopher Titus, but we're live right now, and I'm seeing the comments, Ron Matthews and and uh, Sonia and all, all you guys. Um, quick shout-outs to Brenda Sachs, Steve Dean, Joey Ellis, Shane Flint, Bob Haynes, Rick Sanford III, and happy birthday to his wife. Um, I want to read some comments from last week just so people okay. know that we are going to get to the comments. I don't always okay. do it right now because it's happening real fast and the font's real tiny and I'm trying to talk to you. I, and I don't even look because I you, can't. Yeah. It's too shiny. But I me. want people to know, you know, yeah. we're live. It's June the 6th. It's uh, 7.42 p.m. we got a good guest coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but here's one from Joel Pace. You know Joel Pace? Yes, comedian. Yeah. Yeah, he's part owner of the Comedy Zone that you're going to. He says, God bless all that have served and are serving, especially to the ones that have made the ultimate sacrifice. He's talking about Memorial Day. Um, oh, okay. Ron Matthews, he said, looking forward to John at the brand new Funny Bone in St. Charles, Missouri. Can't wait, John. We're excited to have you back. Ron Matthews, shout out, buddy. He was the one. Um, he, he hosts karaoke at the St. Louis Funny Bone. I was at the St. Okay. Charles. Um, but he also was kind enough to uh, take me to the airport and back. Um, good guy, fun guy. I hung out with him one night. So what up? All right, uh, Ron, if you could um, spread the word, I'm actually at the St. Louis Funny Bone. Uh, end of July, first time I've been there. And I think last time I was there, you were allowed to smoke inside. So, you're going to St. Charles too, buddy. I don't know if you know this. Oh, is that you where I'm at? I think you're in St. Charles. Ron, let us know because Ron works there. <laughs> um, but I could be wrong because it's it's a very gray area. They're not too far from each other. Wait, and, when, uh, was that place with the St. Charles? Was it like in a kind of was, like... It looked like it was a place where a lot of people go to bars in the 90s. And then, it's a, they made a fake Beale Street. It's like a wooden, I mean, not wooden, a brick 
a brick walking area streets like shops that they put you know the little fake towns they make and just put a bunch of yeah. outdoor shopping it's one of those okay not not what you're thinking though because you're thinking this one's I'm at, new i'm at the, this one's new oh, you've I'm not at, been there it's brand new okay so i'm yeah. at the old school one okay all right okay. also uh reno or rhino paletto said hi from uh the hospital in queensland australia your legend john I think he's talking to you. Oh, no, that's I'll a J-O-N. <laughs> we'll take that one. You get the credit. I'll yeah. take that one. Oh, something happened to me. So so when you go to St. Louis, John, I highly recommend okay. that you try to get a gig in Columbia, Missouri, that Wednesday night before you start your show Thursday in St. Louis. It's okay. only about an hour and a half away. You could rent a car, go to a place called the Blue Note, and then um, do your thing there. Nice little theater. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a rock venue, but they they do a good job. Um, and someone came up to me after the show. Has this happened to you? Where I'm doing the meet and greet, I'm selling hats, I'm giving out koozies, I'm taking pictures. That anybody wants to take a picture, and this pretty girl comes up to me, and she looks so familiar. And so I'm taking pictures of everybody, but this one kind of stood out because she didn't look like the rest of the pack. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just something like she was a little bit younger, a little bit more hygienic, photogenic than the rest of the people that were there. No, right. Not trying to diss them, but she stood out, you know. And I remember just going like, oh, hi, I think, do I know you? And she kind of like just ignored that and then just like took the picture. And then I said, okay, well, all right, nice to meet you. Here's a koozie. And then I went, I did something else. And then... um and then she came back for round two of another picture because she goes, oh, I didn't like that picture. I have to take another one. Um, and then she gets someone else to take the picture. And she's with a another guy, by the way. So in case Jody's watching this, I, you know, I wasn't hitting <laughs> right, on her. Right. I'm just being yeah, a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was, it was bugging me. Like, I know her, but I don't know how I know her. And then I go back to the hotel after everything's all said and done. And I look on Twitter and she posted the picture and that's when I realized how I know her. All right. Have you ever heard of the name, um, Aurora snow? John Aurora, Aurora snow. No. Yeah. You're froze up. Damn it. You're froze. Cause I want to get your, am face. I froze? Why am I froze? Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you fine. Okay, yeah. So I'll just look because we're all froze. Because fucking- oh no, you got you're you're back. It just okay, no, I'm back. Okay, yeah. So uh, I, I do not know who uh, Miss Snow is. Porn star from like the early two thousands. No, I've never, I've never. Uh, but here's uh, the thing. Hey, Dion Jackson, film. can we can we throw a picture up of her so so John can see what I'm talking about? I don't know if you. Uh, I sent a link. Well, that's that's her after the show, but you can't really tell there. There's a if you type in Aurora Snow. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, oh yeah. So John, I know you know this one. <laughs> uh, see, these are not good pictures. There was one I was trying to. Cause that that's like her now, but she was like skinnier. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what this adult. Wait, there you go. Adult. Does film. that look familiar? Um, it's frozen on my end, but I don't know what this adult film stuff oh, is talking about. Well, it's let's move it. on to uh, Winnie the Pooh. 
It's an interesting <laughs> uh, thing because uh, my screen is completely uh, froze up right now. Oh, but you can hear me. Froze. I can hear but, you, and yes, you are froze. It's okay. Uh, but as long as you can hear me, we're still going because this is for everybody yeah. who uh, ignore. Let me hit this button. Right but it was kind of weird. Like, <clears throat> well, I wonder why she maybe she didn't want to say, oh, yeah, I did a bunch of porn back in the day in front of everybody that was standing in line because there were some kids there, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, we all had. We've all had those jobs where you're just not proud of it. I mean, I worked at a grocery store and counted bottles for bottle returns. It's not something I bring up. It's it's part of my history. Yeah, yeah but you wouldn't you know? hide that. Um, and I don't think I, she I was would. trying to hide so much as it was like didn't want to make it a big deal right then and there. You know what I mean? Because I wonder how she feels about it. Cause I didn't really, I didn't talk to her afterwards. I didn't pick her brain, but I don't know anything about her. Um, so, but I think she's retired and it looks like on her Twitter that she's, she writes for the daily beast or something like she's a writer or a journalist now. So, yeah. you know how some of these porn stars, they, they, uh, when they're done, they go anti porn. They're like, Oh, that was the dumbest thing. I, I can't believe I did that. And, or the other way. It's like, no, porn is not that bad. I don't know. I'm one, I have no idea how she feels about it. Hey, this is a great subject change. Real quick, I'm going to do a do thing it. because my this, this fucking computer. Uh, plug your stuff. I'm going to be back in two seconds. You got it. Plug All right, stuff. everybody. I got a new Apple podcast review. If you want to help this podcast out, uh, you can simply go to heffernandreap.com and, uh, you know, listen to old episodes or go to Apple podcast, write us a nice review. Here's one called phenomenal show by Flint ish. Uh, I think I know who that is. He goes, this is a great podcast. It's like hanging out with your buddies, discussing good times and just BSing. John and John are both funny guys providing good conversation. That sure is sure to pique your interest. If you're tired of the negativity of the media and want something more refreshing and upbeat, tune in to Heffern and Reap live or download the podcast. You won't be disappointed. Thank you, Shane Flint. And I did read comments from last week. Um, there is a, uh, a new Whopper that Burger King has put out. I want to get John's opinion on that when he comes back. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just curious. Have you guys seen Top Gun yet? Leave that in the comments section. Maybe I'll get to it next week. I can see some of your comments. Oh, yeah, here we go. Kenny Swanson. How you doing, John? North Georgia here. What's up? Hello, Shane Flint and Danny Jackson. Um, and good night, Sean. Yeah, he looks like he's just staring at <laughs> Aurora. <laughs> right. That's what happened. See, John got excited because he knew exactly who it was. He was pretending not to know. All of a sudden, we're having computer problems. I know what that means. He went to take a break. You know what I mean? He went to rub one out, and he's going to come right back. Goodness gracious. Does John Heffern have meet and greets at his shows? I do believe he does sometimes if he has something to sell. Um, but but maybe not all the time. I, I don't know. John sometimes likes to run and hide. I thought Top Gun was great as well. And we're going to talk, we talked about that on the last country ish. Um, but big shout out to everybody who came to my show in St. Charles, Missouri. Uh, the Saturday night was packed and um, I did a show Thursday, Friday and Saturday. 
And I'm hoping I, I see. I talked about country ish on screen on stage there, but you're watching Heffern and Reaps. I didn't. I don't know if I talked about Heffern and Reap every night, but in case you're watching this and you're brand new to this, this is not country ish. This is Heffern and Reap. See. I'm Reap, and that was John Heffern. He'll be back in a minute. And what the hell is that? Well, I'll tell you, uh, two winners. I won last comic standing. John Heffern won last comic standing. We're both road dogs. We both have. We're both named John, and we both love the 1980s. We don't do politics or pandemics, uh, just pure pleasure and promo codes. And my guest, who is going to be zooming in here a little little bit, he went from one thing. To another, he he made his own. He made a career out of out of his side hustle. I think John Heffern was calling it hustle to empire, which might be. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. I don't know if I'm happy about that one, but we're still trying to find out a name for this. Side hustlers, bromo codes. That's some of the things we were talking about. So let me know if you think of a good name. We basically want to celebrate anyone who's decided to start doing a side business or whatever uh, to make a little extra money. You know, a lot of us did this during the pandemic, during COVID. You had to figure out other ways to get cash and because you're stuck at home and what are you going to do? So if you uh, have a good name for that, let us know. John Heffern's back, everybody. Dude, can How you, you hear me? John Heffern? You can I hear can me, hear you, right? yes. Yes. My computer. I just need to go. I, I touch my computer never. It sits every week. It sits exactly right here. And the only time I walk over to it and hit the start button and, and I grab this thing is for the Heffern and Reed podcast. And every fucking week. <laughs> you called it too in the beginning of the show. You know, you teased this moment. Do you know that? Anyway, here now. The lighting. Probably going to have computer problems. That was great. Anyway, so, um, to, uh, yeah, so to to leave off where we left off, I've never watched uh, porn. And um, I had so many other things, great things I wanted to tell you about. Uh, Do we have time before our guest? We got about five minutes. Um, you want to do something real fast? I know that uh, you have been talking about Winnie the Pooh a lot. Our guest also <laughs> does voiceovers, so maybe you two could uh, also talk about Winnie the Pooh together. Um, and our guest also has something to do with food, so Winnie the Pooh loves honey. You know, this could be good symmetry here. What um, what was it you were going to say, John? I was going to bring up the I. I- I think I have an idea for a great contest for us. Um, and that is, I, I think we need to crown or let people get certified as the world's greatest grandpa, right? You see all, all those shirts, all the tongs and mugs, greatest grandpa, but no, you, you don't call out all this fake valor. All you got to do is buy a shirt and you're like the greatest. Are you? Do you have certifications? What process did you have to go through to become the world's greatest grandpa? So I have an idea for us. I we come up with the All Valley Grandpa Competition. Okay. And it's going to be grandpas reading 
a short story, probably 30 seconds to us. And we're going to see how they are as a grandpa reading a story. Because if your grandpa and me being a new grandpa, and you know, I've been trying, I've been killing it with, with the reading the stories to Jane. I've been killing it with the, I don't know where the mic is on this, but I've been trying to, you have some, I'm trying to learn Winnie the Pooh. I've been trying to kill it. Um, so I think I want to have a contest where we have uh, grandpas do videos of them reading stories and we'll rate them um, and maybe give them a certificate to mm-hmm. really validate them so they can show their grandkids um, the things. And then also, Alan, I sent you earlier of um, like a fanny pack, I believe. But here's what I'm thinking, John. If you're a grandpa and you suddenly are on grandpa duties where you have to go and see your grandkid or you you know you're going to see them, I want to wear one of these. I'm a big prepper, you know. I, I just I like being prepped. I want to wear one of those, but it's going to be my grandpa go pack, my, my grandpa go bag. And my questions for everybody who are watching this or listening to this now, if you're a grandpa and you're going to see your grandkids and you need a grandpa go bag, what would you put in that? I'm going to leave okay, kind of so are you question. saying are you saying that like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, I'm saying, I, are I you... would do that. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I will. I will let you speak, John Reap. Please okay. continue. I was. I'm. I'm just asking questions. I love this. So the grandpa go bag. Is this just um, what items should already be in the grandpa go bag, so that you don't have to think about it? You're you're a grandpa who's on the run. You're in a hurry. I got to get out of here. Where's my go bag? And you just grab it, and it's already got these items in it. And what are the items? Is that what you're saying? yeah i would go with um in there i would put a like i was thinking maybe some goldfish where am i am i right here um i would goldfish that would go in there you know if the kid gets a little snacky you need to Mm -hmm. pull out something um maybe some pokemon cards would go in there Right. Um, if we could get rid of that picture now, so I can see, I'm I'm confused. I don't know which way to. Uh, I would go with the like Pokemon cards, so you could go with a fresh pack of Pokemon cards. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think silver uh, dollar kids yeah. aren't going to care about. Yeah, coins or like dumb little maybe like a rabbit's foot, you know, um, that kind of stuff. Maybe those snappers. Remember those the those snapper things that were like in the white little pack on the ground <laughs> and they would snap. Yeah. 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 Totally. Right. Cause you could go, Hey, go, go through one of these at your mom. And then the kid's like, well, I'm trouble. And you're like, no, I'm the grandpa. I'm the final authority. If your mom gets mad at you, I'm going to ground her. Right. See how that works. Uh, you gotta have tick, <laughs> so. uh, tic tacs, um, maybe certs, Maybe gum, um, <laughs> you know. Do they still make certs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, 
We're on a delay, John. This is like you're you're uh, you're coming in here via satellite from some other country. Is our guest there yet, or no? We're still waiting. Let me look at the private chat. I don't think so. It's eight o'clock right now, so he'll be coming in here any minute. Do you want to try? Oh, here it is. He he just got here. Oh, okay. So, John. Do you want me to – your connection's kind of weird. Do you want to try and do the computer or you want to stay like this? I'm going to do a weird thing. You, uh, I'm going to try to fix me. Isn't that always the case between us? I'm going to try to fix me, and then you keep doing what you do. All right. <laughs> and then I got a couple buttons right. I'm going to hit. Okay, well then, I will take over from here, the Alan Jackson. Can you let our special guest uh, into the room? And we'll find out what is this dude's business. All right. What's up, buddy? I feel unworthy of the intro there. <laughs> well, I, I haven't I haven't officially told people what you do yet. I think it's might be part of the fun of the game is having people try and guess what is it? Look at this guy. What does he do? What's his deal? This guy right here. Look at him. He looks like Santa Claus. Um, you got the Santa beard going, you got the little the little that's coming up on the sides. I like that. And um, I mean, I already know what you do, but maybe I can have people guess uh, for a minute. So let's start from this. All right. Where are you zooming in from? I'm in my sunroom. And what state and city are you in? I'm in Midland, North Carolina. Midland, North Carolina. Some people are saying you play the banjo. Yeah, it's kind of like, what's my line? Some people are saying you're a barber. Nope, this has to do with food because John Heffron wanted to talk about Winnie the Pooh. And I know my guest also, I will say this. He's a retired firefighter, um, spent some time doing stuff on the radio. And my favorite thing, well, two of my favorite things, you're also an artist, I remember meeting you. He's not a beekeeper. No. Nope. He's not a porn director. Wait not Nothing to do with honey. Well, I don't know about the porn director. Um, well, there, there, there is actually something to do with honey. Right. Honey is involved with this guy. But anyway, do you remember giving me this? Oh, yeah. That's a combination of my two favorite ones I ever did. Yeah. So what? So tell us about this out here. What are we looking at here? I like to go to thrift stores and find prints of paintings and then destroy them with my artwork. (laughs) He put a bottle of Jack Daniels on here for these two children with wings, these little angels and gave them two shots. And then they're thinking about one's thinking about like, I don't know. What is it? A sea monster? Uh, Yeah. It's actually right over there. Um, And the other one's talking about two dogs getting it on. Yep. Which those were in those. That's the first two I ever did. That was in the middle of a Monet. If you're going to take something on, Monet's the first one to ruin. Yeah, exactly. And then also like this one. 
I don't know where this one. Do you, I don't know about the original print. What what that is, yeah. but I do know you got uh, you got Sir Purr there with some other mascots just playing yeah. golf. The NFC South mascots playing golf. There you go. Now that's just something he does for fun. I ran into you at a radio station in Charlotte. What were you doing at the radio station? I was doing commercial production, making yeah. commercials for the radio. All right. See, I feel like now that we've partnered here a little bit, I need to get those skills from you on this podcast somehow. You know what I mean? Say the word, buddy. Say the word. Okay. So I, I ran into you. You, you had uh, this artwork with you, and I just loved it. And you gave me some pieces. I took them back with me. I had them on my wall at my house in Los Angeles. I came back here. But that's not, that's not the main thing that this man does. Ladies and gentlemen, the inventor of John Reap's Hickory Hot Sauce, Ben Mabry, right here. Yeah, you got some right there. Okie dokie. Now, tell us the origin story of you and barbecue sauce in general. I know you've got your own. This was more of a, I don't know, I'll let you tell it. You start from the beginning. Firefighter to now. Firefighter, firefighter, almost 20 years. Um, we were doing something dumb, as firefighters do. There was a thunderstorm. It was raining sideways. Mm-hmm. And we were standing outside the fire station, and the rain was going over our heads and landing in the parking lot, and we thought we were cool. Then we got a call for a house on a, tr- a tree that had fallen on a house. So we go running back inside to get on the truck. We neglected to shut the front door of the firehouse. <laughs> and all the rain had been blowing through the firehouse, made the concrete floor wet. Long story short, I slipped, broke four ribs, re- destroyed my right shoulder, and uh, had to retire on disability. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never knew that part. So you didn't get injured in a fire. You got injured with water. I got injured running to the truck. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. So how, that was 20 years ago. That was a long time ago. What were you doing? I mean, uh, there's many different jobs, I guess, that firemen have. There's always the cook, you know, or do you guys take turns cooking? How's that work? Typically, I was the guy that cooked on each shift. They liked what I, I could feed them, so I typically cooked a lot of the meals. And after the accident, they have you go through what they call work. It's uh, what do they call it? Where they try to vocational rehabilitation. That's uh-huh. what. Okay. Because they can't find you another job at the city doing anything like you're trained to do. So as part of my settlement that I had to make with the city, they agreed to pay for me to go to broadcasting school. Okay. That's how I wound up at the radio station doing what I was doing there. And then as I worked there, my stepdaughter graduated high school and we decided to have a party. And as part of the party, I was going to grill all the food. So, I was doing wings. I grilled 20 pounds of chicken wings. 
Oh, wow. Okay. A lot of chicken wings. Yeah, it is. And one of the guys at the party said, where did you get the sauce that's on these wings? He said, they're so good. He said, it's the best sauce I ever had. And I said, well, it's just something I've been making. And he said, well, you could sell it. And I said, we couldn't sell it. And he said, I'd drink it. <laughs> and I was like, there's a bottle. Turn it up, buddy. Turn it up. And he said, yeah. turn it up. People will stare at you. And I'm like, you've got 50 wings on your plate. That's why they're staring at you. Yeah. <laughs> so later that night, after everybody was gone and everything was cleaned up, the wife and I were floating in the pool. And she floated by and said, what would it take to sell your sauce? I said, yeah. we just have to start a company and see what happens. Three days later, we were sending sauce to NC State University, and Meat Liquor was born. All righty. So, yes, I uh, you started uh, – is it Angel's Share? Angel's Barb- Share. Yeah. Hey, the Alan Jackson, can you put up the website real quick? I want people to know that he doesn't just make John Reap's hot sauce. This mm-hmm. was something that, that we kind of – I threw out there at him one time. I said, you know what? Hickory's kind of a flavor. Um, I'm a ginger. There should be some genre. So this is, is this is where it started right here. Angels Share Barbecue LLC. Get yourself some meat liquor. You handed me a bottle. I got all of these at my house. And hey, no kidding, my brother does drink it like what you say. He is so, <laughs> so good. Now, what was your inspiration? How did you come up with meat liquor? Well, everybody calls their, their sauce barbecue sauce. Um, the uh, background of that picture is Southern Grace Distilleries. It's in a little town close to us, about 20 miles away. And they actually, I use their bourbon, their liquors in my sauces. So gotcha. their, their bourbon, their moonshine, all it's in all of my sauces. Does some of it actually have uh, like the alcohol, like a content of alcohol? Like, do you have to actually, you know, say there's alcohol in here? No, it, it cooks out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It all yeah. cooks out. Well, whatever hey, John, it is, it's so good. And you, John Heffern has joined us, and yes, I can see you and I can hear you. It's kind of like a little delay. You're kind of choppy, but we are aware of your presence. Okay, I had a question. Go ahead. So, so you make the hot wings for your station. A guy says, hey, this is awesome. You went to bed that night thinking, should I make this? What was your first thing you did the next day after you, you had that thought of maybe I should do that? What was your first step? Because you didn't know how to bottle anything. You didn't know how to do a label for anything. You didn't know how you could upscale or, you know, or, or suddenly make of these things opposed to the, you know, one. What was your first mental step that you to the point where John Reap just showed us a picture of the bottle that he has? Was it, what do you think the very first thing you did was? Figure out the name. I had to know. Okay. I, I wanted to know what I wanted to call it. Now, did you know that you were going to be using that distillery to be making bulk, like a lot of this stuff? And had you had you already been using it? No, we. Uh, I told my wife. I said, "Well, if we're going to make the sauce, I want to do a bourbon blended sauce." 
because alcohols release a lot of the flavors in things. And I said, I want to do a bourbon blended sauce. And I knew one of the founders, one of the co-founders of the distillery. So I went down and talked to her and said, hey, I want to use your your bourbon in my sauce. And she said, well, we have to talk about it. And I said, well, when do we want to talk about it? She said, come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I went straight home. I made a batch. I put the liquor in it. Um, we went back the next day. She and I sat down. I grilled her a dozen wings and tossed them in the sauce. Trying to, you know, do my best to let her know what we were going to be bringing to the table. And literally, um, she said, is this it? And I said, yeah. And she got one out and she started to eat it and she just dropped it. And she said, I can't talk to you. (laughs) What do you mean you can't talk to me? I'm like, I came back down here so you could talk to me. And she said, this is the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. She said, if I don't do it, it'll be the worst mistake I ever made. She said, make your sauce. So that, that, that was on a Saturday, Monday morning. I went online I decided what the name was going to be because as part of having bourbon in it, part of the process of the liquor and everything is part of what they put in the barrels actually evaporates away out through the wood. And the part that evaporates away is called the angel share. Right. So there was my name. So that, so it started with angel share and then you, now, is meat liquor also a part? Like, some of them are meat liquor and some of them aren't. Because I noticed on your website, you've got like four or five different types of uh, Angel Share barbecue sauce. Yeah, we have six flavors. And and go ahead and all, name the flavors. They're all meat liquor. We've got the original, which we call our OG, because we didn't really have a name for that because I didn't plan on having more than one barbecue sauce. I didn't know it was going to turn into six sauces. So we have the OG, we have our mustard base that we have. We uh, gave a little shout out as much as we can. We try to do things local. Um, Cabarrus County where we live here is the first place that gold was actually mined commercially in the United States. And we have a gold mine close by. So since it's yellow, we called it Cabarrus gold. Then our third one was a boo boo. I accidentally mixed those two together and it was really good. So we named it felony because it <laughs> tastes, tastes so good. It should be against the law. Okay. And then a friend of mine just looked at me one day and said, Asian spicy. And I was like, okay. He's like, no Asian spicy. So I said, what do you mean? He said, your next sauce, Asian spicy. So the one that's scrolling by now, the one that almost got in trouble for that one because my wife likes to have part of naming each sauce. She likes to approve the names. And I said, I would like to give a shout out to Seoul, Korea, since I'm making a Korean barbecue sauce. And she said, fine. So I ordered the labels <laughs> and then the labels came and she saw the label and she's like burning ass soul. And I'm like, yeah. so I got to Took a little heat over that one. And the yeah. last one, the last one we have is it's just a hot sauce that has um moonshine in it. And the community of Midland years ago was nothing but a four-way stop light flashing in the middle of nowhere. And that was actually on a half acre of land, that little 
crossroads was a half acre land. So they called it Hell's Half Acre. So we gave a shout out to where we live here. And our last one is Hell's Half Acre. And of course, that last one's a really pretty bottle. We like that one. Yeah. So um, awesome. I didn't know all that history. That's pretty cool. I like that you uh, using the local stuff in there and I've got all of them. They're all really, really fantastic. Um, and I remember saying to you like, Oh, you, we should do one, uh, you know, a John Reap hickory hot sauce, you know? And I don't personally, I don't, and I want to workshop this idea with, with you two guys right here live on the show. We need to come up with a commercial, uh, for this, my hot sauce specifically, John Reap's hot sauce. Now, uh, a lot of people watch this thing called Hot Ones. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So the idea is how long can you sit there and eat this hot sauce? And it goes so hot that it burns your tongue off. And I, I kind of want to make fun of that because I don't do extra hot crap. I like flavor. And that is what this right. is. It's a little heat. It's like um, it's hot, but not like way hot. So I, you got the hot about halfway up this thermometer type deal here. It's not so hot that it burns the hair out of your nose and the the hair off your tongue or whatever, but it's flavor. So I kind of want to use that aspect, making fun of hot ones. Maybe the commercial is all these guys are eating eating these hot ones and they're 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 sweating, they're crying, their faces red, they snot everywhere. And I'm over here like going, you like that? You know, like, how about something you can actually taste and, and and go on tasting other things because your tongue still works? I don't know. Something I'm, there. You I'm know raising my hand so you go ahead. can hear me. John Hefford. So what if your commercial is, it's a couple, you see two couples eating. One couple has a super hot sauce and they're eating it. They're on a date. And she can't talk because it's too hot. And then she goes, so what? tell me about, and they, they can't have a conversation because the whole time they're puking in buckets and they're whatever. And then the table next to them has your hot sauce. And they're like, what? I, I really, blah, 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 my, I think my love language. And they're having a crazy good connection. And they get up and they eat like, like ladies and gentlemen. They, yeah. they eat like well non-feral human beings and they have this great connection and you see that they had this great talk Why the other couple the whole time was uh, acting like they were maced. That's not a good experience. I like that. No, I like that. You, I like that. And you show uh, it. Almost yeah. like a dating, like first date. What, what would you rather have the first date? A, a spicy experience where you can have a conversation? Or you want to be puking in a bucket with your eyes? That, that's not a date. That's somebody who maced you. You know, there's a difference. <laughs> right. That's right. Somebody who maced you. Yeah, you don't want to get maced on the first date or any date, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like then that. you see the That's guy leave there. and go meet his buddy. So how's the date go? And he his eyes are all red and he's in there like, Did she mace you? He's like, I don't know, I don't know. And then yeah. And then the other couple hot sauce is too hot. Yeah, it's something about yeah. like, you know, hot sauce should not be a novelty. You know, they're, these hot ones are doing it as like a dare, as a challenge. I, yeah. That's not how I want my dining experience to be. I want to enjoy the food, and I can actually enjoy the food with John Reap's Hickory Hot Sauce. So good, it'll make your head shake. So we got to put that in there somehow. 
So I'm afraid to talk because it's horrible. Literally, I'm going to spend $5,000 when the show's over, too. I'm buying new everything. I'm buying a new house in a different location that has good internet and new computer. But before that, Betty, when you yes. made your first uh, set of uh, hot sauces and, and barbecue stuff, how did it feel that first time when you shipped out you know, orders to people who you've never met before? Scared to death. Right? Why yes. is that? Yeah, because I do that with Go ahead, ben. Well, your your product, you got a cutting board. I wouldn't worry about that. They're not gonna get sick with your product. They can get sick with what I'm my whole thing is oh I put hopes, please nobody get sick. So Oh I no, I mean not that they're gonna get sick because you as part of what you do. Um, shout out to Mr. Reap's alma mater. I had to send everything to NC State University to the uh, agricultural labs, and they test everything. They actually tell – they send you a letter, and it's called a letter of process that tells you how to make your sauce correctly. Hmm. It has to be brought to a certain temperature and held at that temperature for a certain amount of time to kill all the bad stuff. And then you bottle it. And when I actually got my letter, I thought there was a mistake. And I called the college and talked to the lady in the lab. And I said, there's something wrong. She said, what's wrong? I said, well, the amount of time that my stuff has to stay at heat before I put it in the bottle just doesn't seem right. And she looked at it and she said it was. It has to stay at temperature for six seconds. Oh, really? Wow, that's interesting. Because there's nothing, there's nothing to kill. Uh, there's nothing bad in my sauce, really, to, to do anything with. But um, real, real quick, my mom is watching this, and she loves your sauce as well. I'm she wants, little... she wants to know: um, Do you have to refrigerate it after you open it? Oh, no, thank you. Question. I have been we put, telling. We put it on there. We put it on there because it's a, it's a, it's a brain thing for folks. But you don't have to. And typically, from what the folks up there told us, the shelf life of this stuff is 24 months, and it doesn't last that long. Yeah. I don't like to refrigerate some things. Um, everything says refrigerate after opening it, and you don't have to do that for everything. You know, like ketchup even. Like if you put ketchup in the fridge and then you get it out, now you're doing this for an hour. Like you're trying to get it out for everything. You just let room temperature. It's one boom, boom. So, uh, mom, not everything has to go in the fridge. I love you. Yeah. Can't wait to come home and eat your chicken pan pie. I'm gonna put this all over it, mom. There you go, <laughs> um, dude. I didn't um, about refrigerate stuff till you, John. This time last year was at my house here in Michigan, and Michelle, both of you. Like, no, butter stays out. You keep butter in a little glass thing and you leave it out on the counter. And I've never heard of that in my entire life. And I thought both of you were cray-cray. And now I'm like, why would you put butter in the refrigerator? It's stupid because you can't cut it. It doesn't smear nice. So now we have a glass right. thing and you open it and you put it on. So I don't yeah, make sure I'm not you refrigerating anything. Yeah, hmm. totally. Um, Benny, real quick. All right. So everyone go get, uh, if, if it, even if you don't get my hot sauce, which I highly recommend, 
check out, get the whole collector set from this guy, right? He was a fireman. <laughs> he hurt himself in the line of duty, and he went on to make some of the best tasting. <laughs> now, did you say that this has won an award? No, we won five international flavor awards. Oh, wow. Five? Five. And has has mine won any yet or just the other ones? <laughs> you, hold, you hold on, my friend. August uh, is coming. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. It's already – I've already talked to the folks, and Reek's Hickory Hot Sauce is headed to the International Flavor Awards in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, that's I, – I was just in St. Louis – and um, you know how I told you I don't like flying with this stuff. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I need to get some more, by the way, um, from you. I've only got like some. four or five bottles left. John Heffern needs some. You can go to my website uh, and order it, or you can go straight to Benny's website, which uh, is Angel Share uh, Barbecue uh, dot com. Now. Um, you were doing voiceovers, or did you do some voices for radio, Benny? Yeah, I was the guy. I was the one that people, they knew I didn't have, I don't have self-esteem when it comes to things like that. <laughs> I'll do anything they ask me to do. At least try it. Yeah. So I've been everything from Ren and Stimpy to uh, Jamaican Yeah. Well, John Heffron does a great Winnie the Pooh. And I can't with these. I'm not, I'm probably not good. I'm not big on poo. (laughs) Well, no, Winnie the Pooh, not just Pooh. Right. Make hops. Why why bother? Yeah, I don't know. With with these headphones, I can't. I have an idea, John. To create the uh, world um, hot sauce ranking association. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think is something so, that needs to exist, and then we'll, we'll make Benny, you number one, John. <laughs> yeah, we'll be number one. We made up our own <laughs> podcasting ranking association and ranked ourselves number one. So now, if yeah. you don't know anything about podcast and you just type in the search engine, well, what's some of the best ones? you will see a website called the world podcast federation and a ranking. And we're number one just because we made a list. (laughs) So we'll start our own list and then we'll put us at the top. Of course. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really popular in, in barbecue sauce competitions. Why is this? Because one of their criteria is texture. And people don't like the little pieces of spice that I have in there. They want it to be smooth. Oh, screw that. Exactly. Oh, come on. I uh, got some spice, people. I, I entered the World Barbecue Sauce Championships, Kansas City, the biggest, the biggest of them all. 260-some sauces entered. I finished 246. And I entered – the International Flavor Awards won two, and the sauce the sauce that finished third to OG was thirteenth in the other competition. Wow! So they like the flavor, but not the texture. Who cares about know. texture? Exactly. I mean, it's all going in your mouth. You're chewing it up anyway. I don't. I don't get my sauce based on the texture. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
Well, that's great, dude. Um, so one more thing before we we got three more minutes and we're going to wrap this up. And thanks again, Benny. I need more sauce. Also, tell me about the haunted tours that you do in this distillery. Is it haunted? It's haunted. It's there are more than alcoholic spirits in those buildings. That's what I will tell you. Um, (laughs) I told them, I told them that you should do haunted tours. You should do a ghost tour. And they said, well, we should do a ghost tour. And I said, but you shouldn't do a typical ghost tour where you Billy Bob got shanked and we still see him walking the grounds today. (laughs) Let's do an actual paranormal investigation. So every tour, I've got the SLS cameras, mail, I have all the equipment, and we actually take a group of people and we do a paranormal investigation, and whatever happens, happens, and a lot of people have not been disappointed. You showed me a video the last time you wow. were here of uh, you talking to something inside of this place. The barrel house. They walked the barrels for me. They were walking. The, something was making a noise. I've never seen a ghost, so I'm going to come into this skeptical as hell. But with an open <laughs> mind, because I love you, Benny. Uh, I have done one ghost tour in Charleston, South Carolina, at a prison, an old prison. And, well, that's um, what you're going to be going through here. Yeah, because this place, the distillery is an old prison, right? It's correct. And so people have probably died up in there. It was uh it was built in 1927, opened for guests in 1929. Wow, dude! <laughs> All right, look, uh, I can't wait to take a tour of this place. I can't wait for you at home to try out. Just get one bottle and try it, and then write us a review. And uh, if you have a good commercial idea, put it in the comments section. I like John Heffern's idea for the commercial. Benny, you had an idea too. What was your idea? My idea is a couple of guys walk into a bar and their buddy is sitting at the bar and they come up behind him and they hear the sounds of him like he's crying. He's just sobbing away and they go up to him and they tap him on the shoulder and go, hey, what's going on? And when he turn, he kind of gets startled and when he turns around, he kind of screams and his whole face is covered in your sauce. And they scream and then he screams and he's like, I'm just, I'm just trying to eat your sauce, man. Just trying <laughs> yeah. to eat your beans. Well, I see. We can. I think we could incorporate that and use it against other sauces that are too hot. That they do it for novelty's sake. Go I ahead. Another Charlie. idea. Before I go, before I forget it, sauce on a stool with a with a microphone in front of it. Because I'm seeing a lot of comic ads. I see Eliza. I see Jim Gaffigan are all doing commercials for one where they're doing material about whatever the Walmart thing is on sale, right? So everybody's sold out. So here's what you do. You get the hot sauce, you put it on, you put a microphone, and you just voice it, and you have the your hot sauce material and all the other hot sauce. <laughs> and then, and then you introduce my cutting board, and my cutting board will come on, and I'll put that on a stool, and then that'll do a set. Oh yeah! See, we can cool See how it's all, all of that. spider web, man. We created we'll wash web. it, That's wash it down with some sun drop while we're at it. Wash it down with some sun, like sun drop can be the headliner because they're spending the most money for advertising for it. So we we'll have <laughs> right. sun drop be the headliner, and then we'll open, and then that'll be a thing. We'll do we'll do two minutes 
of products doing stand-up. I love it. Well, boys, we are at an hour now. Um, I say we, we start our dismount right now real quick. What happened on this day, June 6, 1944? D-Day. D-Day. Happy D-Day, boys. Um, Also, it's National Applesauce Cake Day. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, Yo-Yo Day. Um, But more importantly, (laughs) I need you to go to heffernandreap.com, subscribe to our podcast, share our podcast, and then if you feel so inclined, rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to go a step further, be a Patreon supporter at heffernandreap.com. And, of course, get yourself some John Reap's Hickory Hot Sauce. So good it'll make your head shake. And that is no lie. You know, when I thought we were going to do this, I had no idea how good this was going to be. I had no idea. I just knew that I liked you and you were passionate about it. And I said, put my face on it and we'll figure it out. I didn't know it was going to be this good. Everyone who has tried this has come back to me and said, I need another one. So we're on to something mm. here, Benny. No, it's, it's, it's by far the best. And it's not because I make it. I mean, it's dumb. I'll tell you, it's dumb luck. Absolute dumb luck. I'll throw things together and I'm like, yep, that's it. And that's one, like I said, you told me at the station one day, you were like, we should do a hot sauce. And then the lovely world of the pandemic hit and a year and a half slipped away. And then like last, what, September, I came and saw you and I brought you a couple bottles. And mm-hmm. Do you have anything with ginger in it? This could be a spinoff. Ginger? <laughs> because I'm a ginger. Oh, here we go. John Reap's ginger soy <laughs> Burning ass soul. Has ginger in it. Okay. Maybe I'll, maybe we'll make a, a ginger, John Reap ginger hot sauce or something next. But all right, boys. John Heffern, I'll, I'll give you, a, you anything, any last words you want to say, John Heffern? Uh, just go to heffernreap.com. You can see all our dates. Uh, trying to fill that Charlotte, North Carolina uh, show that's happening in two weeks. John Reap is showing up at one of the shows. He's not telling us which one. It's kind of like a grab bag. It's kind of a mystery night. We don't know. I don't know. John doesn't know what show he's showing up to, but he's showing up at one of them. Yeah. Uh, Benny's going to come. You got to bring some hot sauce with you. I said, said, you need to come. I hope you'll come. We'll bring John some hot. We'll hand deliver John Heffern some hot sauce. We may, we may even, we'll bring him some hot sauce on wings. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. See if he makes it through that set. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you all for watching this awesome edition of Heffern and Reap for John Heffern for Benny Mabry. I am John Reap. We will see you next week. Bicycle. Take us out. Rick Sanford, the third or somebody. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same week time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, 80s church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace.
Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem.